Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. And I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, My Adventures with Superman. The show is based on the DC characters and stars Jack Quaid as the voice of Clark Kent, Alice Lee as Lois Lane, and Ishmael Saheed as Jimmy Olsen. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers. Yeah, uh, this one took me by surprise. I didn't know this was even in the works or being made until I pretty much saw people online reacting to it because it was coming out. I'm like, wait, what? There's a new Superman cartoon. Wait, what? And, and they've cast and they've cast Jack Quaid as Superman. Hang on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I saw the animation style, which has a very uh, anime influenced um, aesthetic. Which I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, with the animation, they outsourced it to an animation studio in South Korea. So yes, it yeah. definitely has an anime style. Yeah, uh, I mean. And it's not just the uh, just the way it's animated in terms of the way it's drawn and its look. Even it it looks like maybe even the same studio who did Avatar: The Last Airbender. The character design, some of the like the the flushing of the cheeks and like the the sweat and like the the ah uh, and some of the mannerisms. It's very very strongly influenced by anime, but it works completely in the show's favor. It really um, does. You know, the first time we get to see Clark as Superman, uh, we all know that there's been so many different iterations over the years of Superman, his costume, often Martha. She helps with, with the costume. She contributes in this show, but mainly he he's granted an alien costume and then Martha adds a significant detail the red trunks so i'm glad that for the most part you know he does look like the classic superman design but when he transformed into superman for the first time i was hoping 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 this wouldn't happen every time you know like in anime in power rangers you'd get the same change every time so i'm glad like the centurions kind of like yes (laughs) that was him being granted the costume for Well, the first time, so that's fine. This is an interesting show. I mean, the title, My Adventures with Superman. I don't know about you, but it sounds like a kid's show. And for the longest time, I did know this was going to be a thing way before it was a thing. And we'd seen what the characters would, would look like, and the show was under so much scrutiny from fans. I mean, the amount of criticisms against this portrayal of Lois Lane across all 10 episodes from fans has been ridiculous. Like, just really? not. Yeah, oh man, so much negativity about this Lois Lane online. But again, going back to the title, My Adventures with Superman, it's like Jimmy, Ol- like Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. It just, I don't know, it sounded kiddie. That's not the show we got. Like we, and even then, I, I mean, the the theme song. Like I'm saying, song, not theme tune. I mean, it actually, yeah. you know, has a theme a theme song, up and away by Kyle Troop and the Heretics. Each time, it sounds like we're ready for a sitcom. 
You know, like we got yeah. with Powerless, the live action DC show. Like it was good yeah. with that kind of thing. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a comedy. I mean, there's humor, but absolutely not. This is an action show and there's there's drama, the stakes. It's very much like DC universe law. We're getting some different interpretations on villains, but this is Superman. Yeah, and it's classic Superman. It's the, I want to do good. I'm a genuinely good guy. He's somewhat shy. Like, we've mentioned it on multiple occasions. Us, Superman is Clark Kent. Like, Quentin Tarantino famously has a thing of Clark Kent's his way of blending in. That's how he sees humanity weak, dorky, kind of like soft. But when he takes off the glasses, he's himself. I'm like, no, 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 it's the opposite way around. Clark Kent is exactly who he is. He's that that farm boy from uh, Kansas who, with his mom, ma and pa, grew up on the farm, like small town mentality. Just wants to do the right thing. He's raised well, and Superman is a, a persona he has to put on in order to protect those people, and he's and have a, a public accountability face for what the for the heroics he does. Absolutely. Um, and that's, we're a, that's exactly what we get. It is, yeah. And we're definitely on the same page with that. Clark Kent is who he is. Superman is what he can do. And I think we both learned that both from comics, you know, from the John Byrne era, and Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman, which primarily was a Lois and Clark show. But that was always how that character was portrayed in that show. Clark is who he is. Superman is just what he can do. You know, I always love that with Batman, like Bruce Wayne is the mask. Like think back to that yeah. scene in Batman Returns and you've got that ball. Everybody in that at that ball is wearing a mask except for Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle because that's Yeah, because that's... Oh, it's so cool. Good on you, Tim Burton. It's so, so cool. So, yes, this show very much is a Superman show. And as I said, we get the red trunks, which is so good to see. I mean, this is an animated Superman TV series in 2023, the first one we've had since 1996, Superman the Animated Series. I mean, we've had animated Superman in films of course, we've got to mean Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. But even then, that was like 20 years ago. It's yeah. been and, such a long time. Yeah. yeah way he, and he only pops up very, very, very rarely in Young Justice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because it's, yeah. But I can't on occasion, the, and it's Nolan North, it is. isn't it? So yeah. we have seen him, but yeah, this is an animated series. I'm... I'm very happy about the fact that, I mean, it did receive positive reviews from critics and has been greenlit for a second season. So we are getting more because we're saying how, you know, this is classic Superman, but we've got starting at the Daily Planet, the three of them as interns, Clark, Lois, Jimmy, and they end up being reporters by the end. But it's fun seeing how they get there. And honestly, I felt like such an idiot. When you've got the general, and later in the season is revealed to be General Sam Lane, I felt so stupid. I did not connect <laughs> the dots. I didn't realize it was Lois's dad. 
Yeah. I've missed that. But we've got Amanda Waller. We've got Deathstroke. We've got Parasite. We've got a really fun episode with Mr. Mixit's Piddlick, which is really yeah. cool. And he was... And you saw how Superman would look in different realities, and one of them is Superman the Animated Series. So that was was really fun. But what we've got here is that we've had different interpretations of Superman over the years, and then one or handful of versions that we've had is that he's a scout. He's been sent ahead of an alien invasion, and it was so smart, I think, how they did this show because that's what the general and Amanda Waller saw years ago, decades ago. And since then, they'd been preparing for not knowing that they're Kryptonians, but preparing for them to return. This whole thing, Clark can communicate or he can, well, he can't communicate with Jor-El. That's the thing. Like Jor-El is speaking Kryptonese. Clark can't understand him. But then at the end, he starts to understand it, but doesn't realize. And that's kind of where it ends. But the yeah. whole time, Lois has got that sphere. And she's seen an evil Clark because what is it? The Council of Lois? It's like the different yeah. Lois. I mean, that was fun. I had such a good time with the show. But the whole story from the opening, what it's building towards in its finale is a Kryptonian invasion but then you're seeing the three dots and you're like oh is this brainiac but then again it's what we know but slightly different and we know zod is coming the threat is there superman is an ally it's just not the show that i thought we were gonna get i thought i'd check it out you know maybe sit down with the kids i wasn't quite thinking bat wheels which is a preschool animated show yeah, with Ethan Hawke voicing Batman. I mean, that's cool, but yeah. that is very kiddie preschool. But yeah, this is like a different kind of thing altogether. But the casting of Jack Quaid, I was thinking, well, Clark Kent, absolutely. Even in live action, it can do yeah. Clark Kent. He's yeah. got that. But and you always hear Jack Quaid, but I really like his take on Superman. Yeah, he's. Uh, it's that genuine uh, delivery. Jack Quaid's got it. Um, Tyler Hoechlin has it. Like just a, a, a that that you know that's who they are, and they're warm and they're charismatic, but not charismatic as in like they could charm anyone. Just like that, like oh, I want to be his friend. Like he he looks like he needs a friend. He deserves a friend. Like more of that than like a oh my god, he's so cool. Like. Like, like he's not the cool kid at school. He's like the dependable friend that you'd love yeah. to have. Like, like Jimmy is. <laughs> Jimmy's like the, you know, the the ultimate cheerleader for Clark to like do well and like, that's, which is another fun thing. Like very quickly, did they established that Clark and Lois obviously like each other, and Jimmy's there like slapping his head, like, "What is wrong with you two? Why don't you just ask each other out? It's so obvious. How yeah. can you not?" I really, like, really like Jimmy in this, aka Flamebird. And then you yeah. always get the sound effect whenever they say Flamebird. Yeah. So it is, you know, it is silly as well as being action packed and and everything else. Like it definitely has its humor. But those, those three, yeah, just the way that the because again, like normally Jimmy's younger, he's not the same age yeah. as Lois and Clark, so that's a bit different. 
we're getting a good Perry White here. As always, he doesn't like being called Chief, but it gets yeah. uh, it gets thrown out there. But then we're getting Ron Troop. You know, we're getting the rest of the bullpen at the yeah. Daily Planet, and we're even getting yeah. Vicky Vale. You're a lone wolf like me. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Vicky Vale, that's bloody yeah. cool. So then you're like, oh man, what could season two be? But I really. I really enjoyed all that, but we're getting all these characters, you know, and, you know, in the, the bullpen as well, we've got Steve Lombard, who is always entertaining, but we've got Parasite. Ah, uh, oh, so many, so many characters. Uh, Silver Banshee at Livewire. Yeah. It's absolutely uh, stacked. Yeah. And Slade Wilson, Chris Parnell, when he opened his mouth the first time, I was like, I-, I couldn't help but think Archer. I'm like, really? That's who you got to voice Slade Wilson? Ah, is that like, who- I've never away. seen? I've seen one episode of Archer. A friend showed it yeah. to me years ago. He was a massive fan. And he was like, you must watch Archer. And you know when yeah. somebody like shows you something and they really want you to like it? And it I don't know. I- I've only watched that one episode. I, I keep meaning yeah. to go back. But also, you know, Jerry off like Rick and Morty. I'm like, Jerry, Jerry's voicing Slade Wilson. Oh, so, oh right. Oh, <laughs> I'm like that's it's a, so funny to me. That's cool. You know, I know him from comedies. So yeah, him as like Slade Wilson, I, I I'm I'm never gonna have a like chuckle around his voice because I I know Chris Parnell for that. And is he young Slade Wilson as well? Like you don't yeah. like, you don't know who that you don't know that's who it is. To begin with, I mean, Cat Grant is in here. Uh, there's so much praise I can put on the show because honestly, I did thoroughly enjoy it. Like, it ended up being way better than I thought it was going to be in a different show to what I thought it was going to be. But there's there's something about it that I really don't like. I've mentioned Martha Kent already. This Jonathan Kent, bit of a hapless bloke. I, I didn't. I, I couldn't get on board with this take on Jonathan Kent, and it's nothing to do with the actor. You know, he's, he's saying the lines, but there's just something that I just could not. I don't know. He just wasn't that strong mentor type in Clark's life that Jonathan usually is. Yeah, it's you don't get a lot of him. Um, I expect you get more of him in season two as he has to go back to the farm more um, because both him and Martha had very little to do. Um, well, they kind so of bookended on there. So I didn't notice it too much. Um, I'm very aware of the actor Reed Scott from Beep with Julie Louise Dreyfus. So there you go. Uh, like, the, the opposite, they're getting talented actors here. And and for the most part, like the, you know, the, the takes that we're getting on these characters, I can get behind, but there's just, and it was more towards the end of the season as well, like Jonathan Kent there, when it's kind of coming back together again. I don't know, I was getting more from Martha than I was Jonathan in this. Like, we've had such yeah. a good run of Jonathan Kent's across live action animation. We have, yeah. This one, I don't know, it was just, yeah, again, like a bit hapless. You know, he's kind of like, he's behind everybody else he's not quite on the same page yeah maybe that'll change he's with season trying two to get the turkey to cook 
Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like he's not he's not a part of the same conversation that everybody else is. He's just kind yeah. of off doing his own thing. Yeah. It's funny. I I I, uh, I took that as oh, he knows there's going to be drama, and he just doesn't don't want to be a, so he's making out like he's busy, but he really isn't. In fact, he may have forgotten to turn on the oven. <laughs> so there you go. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's sort like, of like it's yeah. it's like this strong parental type that we've had, you know. Whether it's, I'm going to say Kevin Costner, I'm going to say John Schneider, you know, whatever we've had over the years. Was it Glenn Ford? Is that who, who was? Oh, back Jonathan in the, Ken uh, in Superman the movie. Yeah. Or am I yeah. mixing the actor up with Perry White? It was Glenn Ford, wasn't it? That play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glenn Ford. Yeah. Kent. You were yeah. sent here for a reason. So there's none of that. Like, do you know what I mean? There's none of that father son mentoring bonding that's not really here because that's not this take on on jonathan kent yeah um that all being said though everything else is great one thing that straight as soon as i saw it you see dr ivo is introducing like a super suit because of all the crazy stuff that's happening in metropolis it's a parasite suit and straight away i'm like oh so he's parasite that's an interesting take and then it puts us on, and my brain goes, EVA1, Neon Genesis, Evangelion. Like, the, the the design is so Evangelion. Even the purple. Like, it's not, it's parasite purple, not the purple and green from Neon Genesis. But, yeah, I, the, every time I saw it, I was like, and it, then he does the kaiju thing later on in the season. I'm like, guys, it's Evangelion. It's, it's what I'm saying. Didn't bother me, but it, I did. Yeah, the influences are definitely there. there. You know, have you seen Superman Man of Tomorrow, the animated movie? Yes. Yeah. So they do something similar with Parasite there. And I really like those movies for the most part, you know, unofficially referred to as the Tomorrowverse. And there's been like a handful of movies, most recently Justice League, War World. But in that, it's a new origin for Superman and Parasite mutates and becomes a kaiju, well, a huge monster, which is very different. Yeah. So that was the first time I'd ever seen Parasite used that way, and it's similar in in this show. Yeah. And it's not like the draining the powers of Superman. It's It's just energy, period. But Superman being a solar battery, he's got a lot to drain. Um but it works. It uh, it's 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 an interesting take. I like. I'm, I'm you know we do know he's he's made something this suit out of stuff he doesn't understand. Probably Kryptonian, um, which is great. Again, I found all that really fascinating. The design looks really great. The episode where there's like not Gorilla Grodd, but like the super intelligent like. Ape and his like robot like lover. Yes. So you're talking about Monsieur Muller and yeah. his lover, Brain. They're in a relationship. Yeah. That's that's yeah. always that always been a thing. But yeah, you know, I, that just was like so interesting to me. Like you got Brain who's like, no, we can't trust him. What are you doing? Stop telling him everything. We're supposed to be like killing him. Uh, but he's just so like Oh, we've got a guest. Oh, <laughs> and they're so honestly like a married couple. 
yeah, just I, like the comics. Yeah, he's, that um, is what they're like in the comics. And these characters, Jimmy's such a likable person. Like they're in yeah, and they all like, oh yes, come around, click. <laughs> and I'm he's just, genuinely like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, that's the Lockfire Death Monster. Like I knew it. I'm <laughs> he's flame burn and he's a conspiracy guy. Where have we seen them turn up? I don't think it's Titans. I think it was in Doom Patrol. These characters have appeared in live action. I think it was in Doom yeah. Patrol. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. You know, we don't get a lot of Brainiac, but obviously that's where it's going. But the casting, they've gone for Michael Emerson, who is bloody oh, fantastic going back to uh, Lost and most yeah. recently on the show Evil on Paramount+. Plus. Um, yeah, no, it's a good bit of casting. They're obviously, you know, planning ahead. Like, because some of these actors, yeah. they've barely used them, to be honest. Um, but they've cast them now, and getting a second season, we're no doubt going to see, going to see more of them. But yeah, again, it's going back to this take on a wholesome Superman. Like, he just wants to help people. Yeah, it's. It's a lot of fun. It's one that, I mean, you know, people are talking about it online, but people I know aren't watching it, haven't started watching it. So hopefully, you know, they they can start um, because it it is, it's it's a lot of fun. And again, it's a different show to what I thought it was going to be and maybe to what other people think it's going to be as well. Because if you look at the, like the first uh, teasers that they put out for it, they very much played at the comedy. Yeah. And that's what it looked like it was going to be, just a you know, a comedy take on Superman. You know, you've got Jack Quaid. Is this is this just going to be like Star Trek Lower Decks, which very much is a comedy, whereas yeah. this isn't. This is action, drama, sci-fi, there's humor. The trailers didn't do it justice. Yeah. And it's it's just wholesome. I like it for how Superman-y it feels, which is what I want, ironically, for my Superman content. I want it to feel like Superman. And we get it. And I like that they didn't drag out the how does Lois not know that she cottoned on to it quickly, that they got that out the way, um, that we can move forward with it. Because yeah, yeah. that, that was good. We, yeah, I like that. We've seen this multiple times in like drag out over years. We don't need to see it anymore. They've done it to death. Um, Not just yeah. Lois, Jimmy. He's known yeah. all along. He knew the whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's known since <laughs> they were in college. He's like the first thing you did, you broke out my, you broke out the handle on our dorm room. And you made out <laughs> like it was like always broken, like I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, in fact, you know, speaking rating-wise... Uh, gotta say, I'm going five out of five. Five out of five. Wow. I have like no no criticisms really. Just loved all the actors, loved the animation, the music, upbeat, nice bright colors, primary colors. It wasn't done ultra dark. They're not going for anything gritty or you know realistic. Which is the way to do it when you've got Invincible on Prime and the boys and things of that nature. And you've got on Netflix a bunch of like sort of serious 
like over heavy stuff like Castlevania and things of that nature, it's nice to have an actual superhero y show about superheroes who want to help people and are doing it just because they can and they want and they genuinely want to. Um I enjoyed all of it. Like I was kind of annoyed it was only 10 episodes. I I yeah, I burned through them so rapidly because I didn't start it until base it had all come out and then I'd shoot through it in like just over a day. I'm like, no, I need more. More Superman. Um so yeah that second season can't come fast enough for me. How about yourself? Yeah, I mean, wow. Honestly, I'm really taken aback by your five out of five. I'm not far behind you, really. I mean, this first season was made up of 10 episodes. And yeah, I mean, there's no clock watching when when you're watching this show. I mean, 20 minutes, it just absolutely flies by. I'm not quite coming in out of five. I have made my thoughts known on this take on Jonathan Kent. Um, I'm going to bring it down ever so slightly to 4.5, but this is a thoroughly enjoyable show. I mean, just the opening, we talked about it already with Kyle Troop and the Heretics doing the opening theme. The composer on this show, well, there's a couple of people credited who are no slouches. We've got Dominic Lewis. You may know him from Bullet Train, The Man in the High Castle, a couple of Peter Rabbit movies, Violent Night, The Kingsman. Yeah. I mean, and we've also got a Daniel Futchner, and I think there's a couple of other composers on individual episodes as well. But, you know, the the look, the animation, uh, the sound, the the cast, I mean, it really is a, a lot of fun. It's probably worth noting that this is a Adult Swim animated series which is like your adult character network that's how i've you know always viewed adult swim yeah and so in the us it would air or have its premiere on adult swim and then the following night it's on max so it's yeah so again just hearing that you're thinking okay so they're skewing a little bit older um so again maybe the clues were maybe there on the type of show and the audience that they were going for. Again, I I just thought younger when I first heard yeah. the title and I, I saw the um, the character designs. It looked a bit kiddie. I think even though it was just like a, a still image, it was the characters emoting, but in that anime style. So yeah, um, yeah. Which uh, speaking of the animation, I've noticed. It's been common for a while now that the animation tends to be quite cheap. I mean, we've spoken off air about Young Justice and the 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 dropping quality of the animation since season two, where it's almost like they're not using as many frames per minute um, for the animation. Like it, it's more like almost moving between stills, and that's been very typical of a lot of animation I've seen over the last ten years or so. This doesn't have that issue. It is actually properly animated, you know, with backgrounds, not just rough, blurry colors going whizzing behind the characters in the ultra anime style. I'm like, it's it's really, really beautifully rendered. Um, I mean, it is done in more in that drawn traditional drawn animation, but I imagine it's animated through computers. But it is really well drawn. I'm yeah, very impressed. Yeah, I mean, it's 
great. Like it, it really is a good animated series. Yeah. So looking forward to season two. And it's one, whether it's DVD, Blu-ray, I will be picking it up and adding it to my DC TV collection. Yeah. Well, that's it for our episode all about my adventures with Superman. If you'd like to contact us about this episode or suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast. You've been listening to Luke and Jay, the guys from Sounds Like Comics. See you soon. <laughs>